0: Welcome to Rethink Your Health, a podcast dedicated to helping women like you define what health means for them. I'm Jen Madden, and I'm your host. I'm a certified life coach who, after over 30 years of dieting, finally learned how to make peace with food, my body, and my life. And now I'm on a mission to help you do the same. Living a healthy life means looking at every area of your life and determining if it's serving you or hurting you. We're going to be talking about all the things that guide you to creating the life you truly want. Well, hello. Welcome back to Rethink Your Health. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. If you are, would you do me a favor? Share it with somebody who you think would also like it. And also, follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it. I would really appreciate it. I am excited about today's topic. Are you ready to dive in? We're going to be talking about food and how to have a healthy relationship with food. It's a heavy topic, a lot of drama around food, a lot of emotions around food, a lot of thoughts around food. So before we actually dive into the topic of what a healthy relationship food looks like, I want you to ask yourself, how would you describe your current relationship with food? Do you feel it's healthy? Are you happy with it? Are there things that you would like to improve? Are there areas that you struggle with? And if there are areas that you want to improve or that you struggle with, what would your ideal relationship with food look like? So ponder those questions as you listen to the rest of this episode. I'm here to guide you and give you what I think a healthy relationship with food looks like. But I want you to take what I say, the things that resonate with you, and leave the rest and add your own, right? It's your body, it's your version of health. You get to decide what is best for you and for your body. So let's dive in. So, in my opinion, a healthy relationship with food starts with trust. It's you trusting your body and your body trusting you that you will listen to it and be the provider of its needs. When you're caught in the diet cycle, you teach yourself to not listen to your body, to not trust the, the cues that your body is giving you. And as a result, your body is like, "Hey, she's not giving me what I need. I am not going to trust her, so I'm going to start to do things to take care of myself." Right? So then there becomes this war between you and your body, when really your body is wicked smart and it knows exactly what it needs and all you do, all you need to do is listen to it. So first and foremost, having a healthy relationship with food starts with trust. It also means allowing yourself to eat a variety of foods not restricting a certain food or a certain food group. Now, obviously, if you have some sort of um, reaction to sugar or to gluten or any other type of food that your body literally does not react well to, you shouldn't eat that food. So I'm not saying eat all foods even if they're not good for you because if you're truly focused on what feels good and what is the best for your health, you are going to choose to put foods in your body that actually feels good, and your body responds in a positive way too. But eliminating food just because Susie said on that diet you can't have that food is not a good enough reason to not eat that food. Now, the next three points that I have when it comes to, I'm sorry, the next four points that I have when it comes to having a healthy relationship with food, I want to add The caveat of most of the time we are not looking for perfection in anything we do because quite frankly you're human and you're not perfect you're gonna make mistakes what we're looking for is progress not perfection so having a healthy relationship with food also means paying attention to the hunger cues that your body is giving you. But I say most of the time because sometimes you're going to eat when you're not hungry because you know that in a few hours you're not going to be able to eat and you want to make sure that you have fueled your body and given it what it's need, what it needs in order to take care of yourself in the future. Also, sometimes you just ate lunch and your aunt brings your favorite cake over and you're going to be like, I'm having a piece of that. Right? whether you're hungry or not. So we're again, we're not looking for perfection, we're looking for progress. Just starting to actually pay attention to your body and the cues that it's giving you. Also, not using food to avoid your feelings. This is emotional eating. Right, When you start to just allow your emotions to process without turning to food to mask them, you're going to have not only a healthier relationship with food, but you're also going to have a healthier relationship with yourself. Now, that being said, You're not going to do this all the time. Sometimes you're going to eat emotionally, and that's okay. We just want to start to practice not using food to avoid feeling your feelings, but also when you do, to not beat yourself up. Also, paying attention to what and how you eat is really important when it comes to a healthy relationship with food because you want to enjoy your food. You want to taste it. You want to actually make sure you like it And when you actually slow down enough to pay attention to what you're eating and how you're eating it, you're going to enjoy it more, and you're also going to be able to tap into your body's cues. Again, with that being said, we're not looking for perfection. Do this most of the time. And then the fourth one that falls into this most of the time category is only thinking about food when you're hungry. Right, So when you develop a normal, healthy relationship with food and you are fueling your body in a way that is satisfying to your body, you actually won't think about food all of the time. When you are dieting and you are restricting yourself... I'm telling you, and you know this to be true, you are thinking about food all the time. When I was stuck in the diet cycle, I would wake up thinking about what I was going to eat, did that fit into my plan. All day long, I would judge myself for what I ate or I didn't eat, and then I would get back into bed at the end of the day and review everything I ate. It was ridiculous. But when you actually have a healthy relationship with food and truly allow yourself to eat all foods, truly allow yourself to enjoy foods, food loses its power over you, and you only... Really focus on food when you get those cues that you're hungry. Now, again, sometimes you're going to be obsessed. Maybe, you know, Aunt Betty is making that cake that you like and you're thinking about it ahead of time because you're going to see her later tonight. Okay. And then the last two points, in my opinion, that a healthy relationship with food looks like is having no guilt, judgment, or shame when you're eating. We love to beat ourselves up. So let's say you choose a food that you consider off-plan, right? So we have these labels for food, good or bad, and you decide that you're going to eat something that's quote-unquote bad. You don't enjoy it because what you do is you tell yourself the entire time that you're eating it that you shouldn't be eating this. Oh my God, you're so out of control with food. You can't eat all foods because you are going to gain 600 pounds because you can't stop eating it, right? So... You're totally not paying attention to what you're eating and you're layering a whole bunch of shame on top of your what you're supposed to be doing, which is enjoying the food, but you just like pile a bunch of shame on top of it. Having a healthy relationship with food is allowing yourself just to eat the food. Period. Full stop. No other thoughts about it. Don't need to make it mean anything about yourself. And then finally, this was for me when I when I thought about what my ideal relationship with food would look like. It meant having an overall sense of freedom when it comes to food and eating, not being stressed out about going to dinner with my friends, not worrying about what we were going to have at a family party, not worried about what I had in the refrigerator or what I didn't, right? Just a sense of complete freedom when it comes to food and eating. So these are my thoughts about or what I think a healthy relationship with food looks like. I want you to decide, do these work for you? Do these make sense? Is this what you truly want? This is a guide for you to decide for yourself what feels right for you, okay? Now, let's talk about what an unhealthy relationship looks like, with food looks like, so that you can have a little compare contrast here. An unhealthy relationship with food is getting stuck in the diet cycle of repeatedly, re- repetitively restricting food and then binge eating. So it's the, I call it the on-diet mentality, the off-diet mentality, back and forth, that yo-yo diet cycle, not healthy. It's not healthy for you mentally and it's definitely not healthy for your body. An unhealthy relationship with food is guilting and shaming yourself around food, right? I just talked about that. Cutting out food groups, again, that restrictive mentality Always trying the next best diet. Having an unhealthy relationship with food keeps you stuck in the diet mentality, especially when you have the thought, I just haven't found the one yet. The quest for the perfect diet, the one that's going to finally make you thin. Again, it keeps you obsessed with, one, trying to fix yourself, and two, looking for something outside of you to tell you what you need to do with your body. An unhealthy relationship with food is when you avoid social situations because you're afraid of food. I used to do this. I was in like trying to lose weight mode and I was actually starting to lose weight. And I thought to myself, I literally had this thought where I was like, okay, if I just don't go out to dinner with my friends, like I'll be good. I'll be able to do this. Like it's when I'm in social situations that it's harder because I don't know what food is going to be there. right? So I literally had the thought that it would be healthier for me to avoid hanging out with my friends. So that I didn't eat food. That is not healthy, my friends. (laughs) Constantly thinking about food is not healthy. Labeling food as good or bad. Food is completely neutral. There is no such thing as a good food or a bad food. I actually say bad food is the foods that you simply don't like. To me, peas and olives, bad food. I don't like them. But other than that, food is completely neutral. It's... The rules that we've made around food, the labels that we've given, are literally just made up by somebody. Somebody just randomly said maybe they had a bad experience with a banana, and suddenly the banana is the demon. Food is completely neutral. Using food to numb out. So I talked about this with emotional eating. That's an unhealthy relationship with food when you're constantly turning to food to avoid your feelings. Now, again, we're not looking for perfection when it comes um, to this, but... Paying attention to when you are using food to numb out and trying to avoid doing that by feeling your feelings rather than eating them. Letting the scale dictate what you eat or don't eat. Very unhealthy. I would also add to this, letting the scale dictate whether you get to have a good day or a bad day. That is an unhealthy relationship with food and that is an unhealthy relationship with your body. And basically, at the end of the day, out of all of this, the bottom line is you not trusting your body. That's an unhealthy relationship with food. It's an unhealthy relationship with your body. I am sure if you have been dieting, you can relate to some of these things that are on the list. And again, take away the things that don't resonate with you and add your own list of what you consider unhealthy behavior, things that you'd like to change in your own relationship with food. So now that I've given you some of my thoughts on what a healthy relationship with food looks like and what an unhealthy relationship with food looks like, You have something to work with to create your own list. Now, the trick is how do you start to make these changes? Because we can talk about having a healthy relationship with food until the cows come home, but to actually incorporate some of these changes can be difficult, right? If it was that easy, we would all just do it. So here are my guidelines for starting to do this work. Okay, the first one is to stop dieting. Period. If you get the urge to diet, remind yourself what experiencing, your experiences with dieting in the past were like. Remind yourself that they don't work. Even though you want to convince yourself that keto worked for you, if you're still trying to lose weight, keto did not work for you. So just remind yourself of your history so that you don't start another diet because this will keep you stuck in an unhealthy relationship with food. The next thing is to start to listen to the cues that your body is giving you. This is going to take some time. This is going to require you to slow down and be present with yourself and with food throughout the day. If you haven't been listening to your body and the cues that it gives you, you may not know what hunger feels like. So you may have to really slow down and pay attention to the cues that your body is giving you. What signals... What does it feel like in your body when you're actually hungry? Same thing with getting full, right? So a lot of times we know when we're too full. But do you know when you're just starting to be satisfied? A lot of times for me is the food, I just don't enjoy the taste of it anymore. But again, it requires you to slow down and pay attention to the cues that your body is giving you, right? Listening to your body. The next one is to allow yourself to eat all foods. Now, this may be something that you're going to have to baby step into. That is okay. If you've been dieting for so long, you have lots of labels for food, right? You have lots of diet culture rules that you've been following. A lot of them are conflicting. So... (laughs) You may have to slowly introduce foods in. When actually, when I did this, I tried to go all in and just allow myself to eat all foods. I was done dieting and I couldn't do it because, again, right, it's that whole um, labeling food as good or bad. And then as you're eating foods that are bad, you're judging yourself. So you're actually not truly allowing yourself to eat the foods. So when I was doing this, I was not truly allowing myself to eat the foods. I was eating it, but I was also guilting myself and shaming myself for eating it. So I wasn't enjoying it at all. When I talk about allowing all the foods, I am talking about truly allowing yourself to taste and enjoy the food. So you may have to slowly introduce foods. And as you do that, you start to trust yourself with it. Right, if you are actually present when you're eating it and truly allowing yourself to enjoy it, I'm telling you, you are not going to overeat it. If you are zoning out and judging yourself and just shoving the food in, you are going to overeat because you're not fully present with the food. So you may just start by introducing some foods little by little and as you gain trust with yourself, then you can start to add more foods in sooner rather than later. Okay, so we have... Never diet again. Listen to your body. Allow all foods. And the big one is to notice the story you're telling yourself as you're doing this. Because remember, your thoughts are everything. The way you think drives the way you feel, and the way you feel determines what actions you take or you don't take. So this is where thought work is so important when you're starting to change the habits that you currently have in place. When you're eating the foods right? When you're allowing yourself to eat all the foods, notice the stories you're telling yourself. Are they supportive of the habits you're trying to change or are they not? And if they're not supporting the change that you want, question those thoughts. Why are you choosing to think those thoughts? What are you making this all mean, right? When you can start to get to the root of what's causing you to keep doing what you're doing, to keep you stuck in the diet cycle, to keep unhealthy relationship that with food that you have in place, when you can start to get to the root of what thoughts are driving this behavior, then you can start to make changes, right? It's really important to notice what's going on in that beautiful brain of yours so that you can start to make the changes that you want in the direction that you want, okay? So in summary... You get to decide what a healthy relationship with food looks like for you. I have given you some thoughts what I think a healthy relationship with food looks like, what an unhealthy relationship with food looks like. I've given you some guidelines to help get you started on this journey. But again, at the end of the day, you get to decide what works best for you. And remember, the process is slow. It is not sexy, but it is effective if you truly slow down and start to slowly make the changes that you want to make that are going to support the healthy lifestyle that you want. You got this. Okay, that's all I got. If you are loving this podcast, I hope you are. Share it with somebody who you think can benefit from it. And again, if you haven't already, follow this podcast on the platform that you're currently listening to it on. Thank you, my friends. Have a beautiful day.